Well, many of you um, heard the news from us early last week uh, that Dr. Vivian Mann had passed away, and uh, Dr. Mann, of course, uh, the mother of our very own Miriam L. Wallach, general manager of the Nahum Siegel Network, who you've gotten to know over the last eight years. And Miriam returns to the air today during the That's Life program starting at 10.30 Eastern time. But before she does, I wanted to make sure to offer on behalf of our uh, staff and audience our condolences and speak for a moment about um, all the things that we, as uh, outsiders of her family, learned about her mother over the last few days. Miriam L. Wallach, welcome back to JM in the AM. Hi, Nachum. Good morning. Good morning. First of all, of course, uh, there are a lot of people, not just our own staff and uh, NSN family, but a lot of people out there in our audience who feel a special closeness to you because of your uh, involvement here and speaking to so many of them. Um, over the last eight years. So on behalf of all of us, we offer our condolences and the loss of your mother to you and your brothers and the entire family, of course. And um, Shiva just concluded this uh, this past Monday. Um, so number one, accept our condolences and, uh, and our good wishes at this time. Thank you. I, I appreciate your good wishes and your condolences now. And certainly over the last week and change, I have received um, both on you know on a personal level and on behalf of my entire family a, a, an unbelievable outpouring of support and love and kindness um, from listeners, from sponsors, of course, from our team members of the Nachum Siegel Network, and it's really been um, a, a tremendous source of strength during what has been a rather challenging time. And uh, many people know. Uh, my last That's Life, before my mother passed away, I had uh, been speaking to Alana Silber from Sharsheret. And um, that was a particularly challenging show for me because um, we, my mother had already been in hospice for a couple of weeks, and unfortunately we were just waiting. Um, we were just waiting. And so Alana was incredibly generous and and exactly the right person to have on, frankly, that that show. But I ended my show with good wishes for Bissarot Tovot. And I'm sure that listeners who are um, familiar with my send-off on that life recognize that, first of all, yes, it was Yom HaShoah, the Hasburan, so my tone was, was somber to begin with, but personally I was going through my own trials. And so... I'm sure listeners understood from both the sound of my voice, the tone of my voice, and my send-off that something was just not right. And uh, it would just be a few days later that my mother passed away, and the Levaya was a week ago Tuesday. Um, she had died on Rosh Chodesh ER, and um, I got up from Shiva on Monday, as you had mentioned, and slowly transitioning back into work and slowly back into life into what is a new reality. And that's life today will be the first the first show in what I consider a new chapter in my life. Oh, well understood. And uh, those who are listening who have uh, been there in a similar situation know exactly what you mean. Miriam L. Wallach is with us live via telephone. We're speaking with her after having uh, after she having gotten up uh, from Shiva this past Monday after observing Shiva uh, on the loss of her mother. 
Uh, now, I mentioned uh, your mother's um, uh, name, Dr. Vivian Mann. There are people in this audience, no doubt, to whom that name uh, is significant, and I say it in that manner because uh, some of us did not realize uh, until now uh, the extent to which she was known in the Jewish world and uh, specifically in the uh, world of art and culture. Um, could you give us a couple of minutes, and I know it's hard, <laughs> especially after coming through you know, an entire Shiva period where you had a, a, unlimited time to discuss this, um, can you give us a couple of minutes and describe just uh, describe the work that your mother did and just how significant it was for the worldwide Jewish community? I will do my best. Um, my mother was a curator and an art historian in the field of Judaica. She had been at the Met for three years and then was a curator of Judaica at the Jewish Museum on 92nd and 5th for about 30 years. After her retirement there, she continued at JTS, at the Jewish Theological Seminary, where she was a professor, and she had founded a master's program in Jewish art, understanding that the next generation of Jewish historians, of Jewish art historians, needed to be trained, because our entire people needed to be remembered from start to finish and for communities and towns and cities and lives needed to be remembered, and their stories needed to be told through the artifacts which they left behind. And obviously we all take tremendous pride in the Hanukkah that we use in our homes and the Kiddush cups that we use in our homes, and for good reason. But what about the ones that were hundreds of years old? What about the ones that survived the Holocaust? And so it would be those stories for for a prolific 40-year career that my mother would bring to life. And she had the mind of a generation. She was an exemplary um, professor and mentor and writer. She, there's, a, there's a treasure trove of, of literature which she penned. And while we, during Shiva, had a table set up in the back of you know, my dining room and then in my brother's house, with um, 11 of her books and her the diploma from, that she received for her Ph.D. from NYU in 1977, at a time that women were not getting graduate degrees. Um, my mother's Talmud Muvhak, her most special student or most prized student or most exemplary student, mentioned to me that we had about 3% of her scholarship on that table. <laughs> of course, we were wondering what we were missing, but we thought we were doing a good job of giving a sample. Well, I don't know if 3% counts as a sample, maybe a meager sample, but it was, a, it was just a tribute so that people, when they came in to pay Shiva call, they could just get a glimpse of what she was about. Um, I, I hope we'll have an opportunity today because you'll be live in studio with me during our live lunch starting at 11 o'clock after that's live, so I hope we have an opportunity to discuss this a little bit further, but uh, you know the and and the point you made about women and the advanced degrees. You know, point well taken. Uh, you know, women in general in our community. You know, they, they were probably even further behind than the general community when it came to areas like that in the '60s and '70s. The point well taken. But also, when when you think of brilliance, men or women in our community, when you think of those who have this unique capacity 
uh, to both retain information and to transmit information. Uh, you think about the medical field in our community. You know, that's, that's what they're going to pursue. The political field, maybe. You know, field of thought, philosophy, history, etc. Was it, was it um, I don't know, was it, was it unusual uh, that she took this route? Was it unusual that she went ahead and used all those tools that she had for the area of Jewish art and culture? You know, I don't know. I don't, I don't necessarily think so. Um, simply because my mother had a knack for appreciating the unappreciated. And, um, and she also was a, an absolute champion of, of heritage and of lineage and of paying attention to the, those who came before us and making sure to continue their mission. And so while she hadn't been trained in Judaica, she had been classically trained in medieval art. Um, she blew that door open once she realized that there was a niche here that she could develop. And at a time in the 70s where people were not recognizing the impact of Judaica on the story of the Jewish people, but she recognized it and could speak Hebrew and could read Hebrew fluently, right. she basically... It opened up an entire field of study to the world that had never been recognized. I, and I was going to say, you'd have to use the word revolutionary for her. Correct. She was a revolutionary in, in so many ways in, and appreciated the fact that she was doing things. And, and, I mean, glass ceilings, you could talk glass ceilings all you want. You know, she wasn't there to make a point of a woman doing these things. She had a mission, and her mission was noble. And so it wasn't about the politics, and it wasn't about this. It was about bringing to life the story of the Jewish people and making sure those stories were heard for generations. And and that, to me, is her everlasting precious legacy. And um, I think the, the, the thing that gave me the biggest chuckle in the last uh, couple of weeks is when I I asked you about the last 20 years or so of her life being spent on the Upper East Side and why she gravitated toward that neighborhood, and you said to me simply, she needed to be close to the museums, <laughs> which, yep. which I thought... She needed to be close to the museums, 100%, and also, I really do not want to overlook the fact that my mom went to Ramaz in the 50s, right. and she learned to love Gemara at home, and then was that love was developed and blossomed in the sheer of Rabbi Haskell Lukstein. In, when she was 15, and we were honored to have Rabbi Lookstein be masked at her and lead her and officiate at her funeral just last week. It was a real coming, it was a real full circle kind of event, and we took tremendous, tremendous nechama in that, tremendous comfort. At 10.30 this morning, Miriam Al-Wallach uh, resumes the live editions of uh, That's Life. Her guest today will be a noted author and illustrator, Ann Kofsky. I'm not going to go into detail this moment, but I will tell you that it is a very timely and a very important topic. I suggest everybody tune in to, to uh, hear Miriam speak with Ann Kofsky today, starting at 10.30 Eastern time right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And as I said, hopefully we'll have an opportunity during the live lunch to explore things a little bit further about the last uh, few weeks and about the lifetime of Dr. Vivian Mann. And Miriam, as, as I said earlier, on behalf of the staff, your family here at NSN, and obviously the extended family that we share with these thousands and thousands of listeners around the world, 
Uh, our condolences on the loss of your mother to you and the entire family. We should all celebrate Smachot together. Thank you. And Nahum, thank you to you and Yoni and Mark and Avrami and Yigal and everyone who filled in while I've been out. I appreciate it. The least we could do. Thursday morning broadcast. More coming up if you keep it here at JM in the AM. Mm-hmm.